are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! And the award goes to... Are you ready? Let's go! We are back! Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Bandy. That's Trey. And the time, the time is now, buddy. What's going on? Not much, man. Not much. You know, just waiting on the Super Bowl to come up. But before that happens, we got some NFL honors to talk about. We sure do. NFL honors, man. Giving out some awards to the people. We did our award show already this year, man. But this is the NFL's version. Um, There's going to be some surprises, some shocks, a lot of good stuff in there. Um, But it's going to be fun, Trey. Going to be fun. For sure. Um, but I mean, I mean, we should just go ahead and do it, right? Go ahead and jump into it. Um, what do you think, buddy? Would you start with the, the big one, huh? Get it going right off the rip. Let's get it going. MVP. Okay. This is the most valuable player of the NFL. Now, normally this is going to be given to a quarterback in recent years. That's what it's always seemed to be. I guess they consider those guys to be some of the most valuable, but We got a running back in the category this year, man, which I love to see. I don't know if they do that just for fun or what, but uh, we got one in there. Um, You want to read off some of the nominees for us, buddy? Yeah, man. So the nominees this year are Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens, Christian McCaffrey of the San Francisco 49ers, Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys, and Brock Purdy of the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I know the consensus say that Lamar is the guy who's going to win this award. But what do you think, bud? I, I you know, you know me. I'm, I'm not a, a big <laughs> Ravens guy. And, and you know, I, I called that they would they would fail in the playoffs and they did. And I know it's not about the playoffs. It's about their uh, regular season. But to me, the regular season, just, you know, no shock and awe for me, man. I hear you, buddy. I hear you. Let's kind of go through some of the stats here. Let's kind of let's kind of see, like, like is this like a political type thing? Like, are these guys to win, or are they really going by how great and valuable these people were? Lamar Jackson, okay, this year threw for three thousand six hundred seventy-eight yards, twenty-four touchdowns, and seven interceptions. Not bad. Not bad. Doesn't feel MVP-ish to me, but not bad. You know, he he was. I'd say the val- most one of the most valuable players on that team, but Lamar always is, Trey. Yeah, yeah, definitely wins MVP of the Ravens. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, my friend, definitely. Um, okay, and then uh, let's see, Dak Prescott threw for 4,516 yards, 36 touchdowns, nine interceptions, Trey. Yeah, man, so, um, you know, as much as I don't like Dak Prescott, to <laughs> me that sounds more like an MVP. Exactly, my friend. And that's why I say some of these stats will will shock you. I mean, Dak Prescott, look, he, this guy was like, they were giving him so much crap for the interceptions he threw last year. Comes back this year, turns it around with the interceptions, throws for over 4,500 yards, which is incredible. 
Yeah, man. And, and I know Lamar Jackson did it on the ground too. And that's, that's a big stipulation to it. But I mean, to me at the quarterback position, it's all about them yards. You're exactly right, buddy. You're exactly right. Um, and then let's get to um, let's, Let's see who is the uh, let's see Brock Purdy, another candidate here. Uh, Brock Purdy threw for 4,280 yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Trey, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, uh, in 11 interceptions is not the best, but I mean, the, the stats sound pretty good for MVP. Um, you know, I don't know if it competes with like Dak's stats, but. Hey, to me, it sounds a little bit better than Lamar Jackson. Exactly, my <laughs> friend. Exactly. Um, and then let's get to Christian McCaffrey, the only running back on this list. Uh, Christian McCaffrey ran for 1,459 yards, 14 touchdowns on the ground. Well, not necessarily on the ground. He was in the air, too, you know. CMC, baby. Yeah, man, Christian McCaffrey, dude. I mean, he went crazy. Um, I mean, you 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 see, there he's going to the Super Bowl right now because of how crazy he went. Obviously, two guys from the 49ers are in the MVP category. Um, to me, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I know this thing doesn't uh, normally go to anybody outside of the quarterback, but he's on this list for a reason. And I think if they did this right, he's the one that deserves it. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. Um, so that's your pick, huh? Christian McCaffrey, you think should be the winner of this category? Hundred percent. I, as much as it hurts, bro, I think Dak Prescott, man, I mean, a complete turnaround from last year, threw for so many yards, only nine interceptions, 36 touchdowns, almost, I mean, 4,500 yards, Trey, that says it right there for me, and a great passer rating. And I, and I agree completely. My, my only take on that is um, I, I can pinpoint games that I watched where I thought Dak Prescott was the reason the Cowboys lost that game. You cannot point out one game for me where I thought Christian McCaffrey was the problem on the Niners. Not one game. <laughs> you, you're not lying about that, buddy. You're not lying about that. CMC, I think, MVP of the 49ers, Trey. Without <laughs> a doubt, man. <laughs> and I that's mean, a team full of valuable players, if you know what I'm saying. 100%. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, so, yeah, MVP category, um, we, that's our picks. That's our picks, man. Let's keep it moving, man, to uh, let's go to the defensive player of the year, Trey. Um, I'm going to go ahead and hit us with uh, some of the guys on this list, man. We got Deron Bland of the Cowboys, Max Crosby of the Vegas Raiders, Miles Garrett of the Browns, Micah Parsons of the Cowboys, and T.J. Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Trey. What do you think about all that? Yeah, man, I mean, a lot of these guys, you know, there's, there's definitely a reason they're here. I mean, watching all year, you see these guys. These are the names that pop up constantly out of the announcer's mouth. I mean, these guys are in on every play, getting stuff done for the team. You know, uh, Deron Bland with the pick sixes, Max Crosby with the pressures all day, scaring quarterbacks to half to death. Miles um, Garrett, you know, doing his thing for the Browns, Michael Parsons, all these guys are just monsters on the defense, and there's a 100% reason why all of them are on this list. You're, you're exactly right, man. You're exactly right. All these guys belong on this list. Um, only one can win. Look, Deron Bland, nine interceptions for the Cowboys after taking over for Diggs over there, which is impressive because everybody thought when Diggs was gone, it was going to be a mess in Dallas. But Bland came, did his thing, Trey. Yeah, man, he showed up and showed out, that's for sure. And then we got Max Crosby, 14 and a half sacks for the Raiders. I mean, that's incredible in itself. 
Yeah, Max Crosby, dude, he's one of those guys that, you know, you hear quarterbacks in, in post-game interviews and they're like, the, you know, I do not want to be lined up across from Max Crosby. I mean, it just – it definitely – just him himself puts the fear in the eyes of a quarterback because that dude is out to kill. You're 100% right. And always, always talking crap, my friends. Oh, yeah, 100%. Max Crosby mic'd up, man. That's something you want to listen to. <laughs> yeah, something they probably won't be able to air. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Then you got Miles Garrett, 14 sacks on the year for Cleveland yeah man Miles Garrett's been doing his thing you know and that Cleveland's defense altogether is fire but Miles Garrett is the, is the man that holds that defense together and really um, puts them up over the hill 100% 100% Micah Parsons climbing back in last year they wanted to put him in this category where he was a or I think two years ago was a rookie but he's climbing back into defensive player of the year um 14 sacks on the year for Micah Parsons which surprised me because I felt like he didn't jump off the screen to me as much this year yeah, man, Michael Parsons, you know, I, I think he, uh, the reason why you're saying that is because he kind of fell off towards the end of the season, you know, uh, mm -hmm. it was, and, and I, I get the Cowboys had more of an offense going on, so they didn't really need the defense as much towards the end of the season, but uh, Michael Parsons, you know, the teams just started trying to do everything they can to stop this man. I mean, I saw a couple of plays where they triple teamed him. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That I mean, that was how a lot of teams contained him, you know. And then there's T.J. Watt of the Steelers, 19 sacks, one interception, three of those intercept or uh, three of those sacks were against the San Francisco 49ers, man. So that says something itself. Definitely, definitely. The only thing that worries me with T.J. Watt winning this award is because of his injury and, you know, how things worked out towards the end of the season. I feel like he's kind of off the minds of people, even though, mm -hmm. you know, 19 sacks, that's a feat in itself, um, you know, and he definitely deserves to be on this list. I just wonder with the way how these things normally fall in, him not being in the last couple games, you know, might uh, put some pressure on it. You're exactly right, buddy. But, hey, man, that means these other guys had more games to do the same thing that he was able to do in the amount of games that he played. Exactly. Exactly. Which, which goes to show how great of a player he is, mm -hmm. um, you know, but I know how these honor shows go and it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of like, you know, what's, what's most recent on your brain. You're exactly right, buddy. You're exactly right. So guys, all the, all the defensive player of the year, Trey, what's your final pick, man? Who you think's the guy, man, I've got to go with Max Crosby, man. And for me, it's because of the fear that he puts in the other team. You know, that that's what you want out of a mm -hmm. defensive player. If he can already do damage before the game has started, I mean, that's who I want on my team. You're right. You're right, buddy. I'm going to have to lean towards TJ Watt, man. I mean, I know he's won this award before, but, I mean, he's a game wrecker, okay? The Pittsburgh Steelers, not a great team this year, but somehow got into the playoffs, didn't make it very far. I got to say, man, you know that the defense helped with a lot of those games, Trey. Definitely, definitely. TJ Watt, I think, is the guy for Defensive Player of the Year. But we'll see what happens because I can absolutely see what you're saying is how he comes off the minds of people. It absolutely makes sense, buddy. Absolutely. Now let's get to some of the fun stuff, buddy. Let's get to the Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, we got Tyreek Hill, of course, making the list. Um, Lamar Jackson, hey, on another list here for Offensive Player of the Year. C.D. Lamb, Christian McCaffrey, this guy's everywhere. And then we got Dak Prescott also on here for Offensive Player of the Year, Trey. Yeah, man, all these guys are great. And, and to me, this is a little bit better of a category for me for Lamar Jackson. 
Um, you mm. know, and uh, like I said, he is the MVP of the Ravens, but I'm thinking offensive player of the year. This feels more right for him. Uh, Tyreek Hill going crazy. I mean, that dude definitely needs to be on this list. And along with the other guys, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb, the duo. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's start at the top with Tyreek Hill. Man, he said coming into the season, he's going to hit that 2000 yard mark. He got close, 1,799 yards, 13 touchdowns for Tyreek Hill, Trey. Yeah, man, not a bad season at all. You know, uh, just proven that, you know, uh, Mahomes didn't make him, he made himself. Yeah, buddy, you're exactly right. You're right. Lamar Jackson, we talked about his stats already. Um, then we're going to go to CeeDee Lamb, who I think kind of flew. I mean, he really took off this year, man. I think he really helped uh, as far as fantasy football goes, which is our forte. I think CD goes in the first round next year. But, you know, that's something we'll get to. Um, but 1,749 yards, 12 touchdowns for CD Lamb, Trey. Yeah, and crazy enough, he also had two rushing touchdowns on the year, so mm -hmm. 14 total. Um, you know, big C.D. Lamb year, number one in wide receiver in fantasy football. Um, I mean, this dude went crazy. The Cowboys' offense was putting up numbers, um, you know, and that's also why Dak Prescott's on this list. But C.D. Lamb, man, really showed up and showed out this year, and I he guarantee did. he's a first-round draft pick next year. In <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and then you got Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I'll go for it again. 1,742 yards. Or, I'm sorry, 1,459 yards, 14 touchdowns for Christian McCaffrey, man. And then we'll go back to Lamar here with his stats. 3,678 yards, 24 touchdowns, and seven interceptions trey offensive player of the year after hearing all those stats and hearing all those names who sticks out to you cd lamb man it's got to mm -hmm. be cd lamb in my opinion i mean this dude when i think of who had the craziest most intense you know greatest performance on offense um stats and everything all combined in, in my head the first thing that pops up is cd lamb I, I mean I, I how can you argue with that man how can you argue with that um i'm I mean, how could you argue that? I'm going to argue with that. I mean, honestly, I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey because I feel like Christian McCaffrey was the MVP of the league. Okay. He's not going to win that award. It's, I mean, it's, it's very unlikely. So I say offensive player of the year, give it to your boy CMC, man. And I agree with you completely. If he does not win MVP, uh, I would give him this category. I just wish that the, um, you know, the NFL would do right by him and give him the MVP and uh, CeeDee Lamb, Lamb can take offensive players. <laughs> it all works out. It all works out. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, man. Let's move on to the next category. Offensive Rookie of the Year, buddy. I like it. Um, some of these guys we've talked about on this very show, Jameer Gibbs. Okay. Sam Laporta. Puka Nakua. B. John Robinson, and then C.J. Stroud, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, man, this is honestly probably my favorite category in the NFL honors this mm -hmm. year. And, uh, you know, I've never really been a big rookie guy, but um, with the way fantasy is going last year and I was following all these guys so close, I really fell in love with a lot of these guys on this list. I mean, Jameer Gibbs, you got to love him. Sam Laporta for fantasy, you know you loved him. Puka Nakua, I mean, this dude came out of nowhere um, I don't know if you saw the uh, catch that he made um, off the uh, uh, behind the jet ski with the uh, surfboard and all that. Got the greatest catch or whatever in the uh, mm. Robo show, but yeah. it, was, it was good. It was tearing good. it up, dude. Puka, man, taking the league by storm. 
Let's get to some of the uh, stats here. Jameer Gibbs, 945 yards on the ground, 10 touchdowns, plenty more receiving yards to add to that. Sam Laporta, 889 yards, 10 touchdowns, both on the Lions. Puka Nakua, 1,486 yards, breaking all kinds of rookie records. I might add 10 touchdowns. Then you got Bijan Robinson, 976 yards, four touchdowns. That's a little disappointing. Mr. Bijan and CJ Stroud throwing for, as a rookie, bro, throwing for 4,108 yards, 23 touchdowns, five interceptions on the year. Yeah, man, you know, and I know this award is probably already um, bought and sold for to C.J. Stroud because of that and him being a quarterback and a rookie quarterback and putting all those numbers. But in my personal, humble opinion, I'm going Puka Nakua. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you 100% on this. Puka Nakua, um, I mean, he broke all the records. I mean, I don't know if this category is taken by the quarterback as much you know what I mean? But I feel like Puka Nakua does have a shot at winning this one, Trey. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, C.J. Stroud, uh, you know, started the year a little slow. It did come up and come strong towards the end of the year and, and really, I mean, showed all the way up into the playoffs. Um, but to me, Puka Nakua came out of nowhere and has just been balls to the walls, amazing wide receiver from the jump. I mean, I don't see anything outside of this dude. I don't see why Puka Nakua isn't a first-round draft pick in fantasy next year. I mean, it. I say, I say, it goes at the uh, end of the. F- I think it's go for the se- in the second round, but but I could see people taking him in the first. Look, if if I've got the last pick, <laughs> I'm taking him at the first pick of the second round. So no one else is getting him. So if you don't go in the first, baby, he's mine. Ooh, hey, we 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 you're getting a little ahead of ourselves, my friend. But we gonna we gonna get it. We gonna get it, man. Offensive rookie of the year. That's a fun one. That's a fun one. Let's get to the defensive side of things and go for the defensive rookie of the year. Um, a lot of guys, man. The Texans did it right, man. They got two guys in these categories all over the place. Defensive rookie of the year, Will Anderson of the Houston Texans. Jalen Carter of the Philadelphia Eagles, Joey Porter Jr. of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Kobe Turner, Los Angeles Rams, and you got Devin Witherspoon, Seattle Seahawks. What do you think? Yeah, man, a lot of these guys really showed up and showed out this year as well. I mean, Will Anderson, you know, proven that um, just a couple people from a a draft to your team can really turn it around. I mean, uh, him and C.J. Stroud, you know, took this team to the playoffs. You know, they really turned this team around. Jalen Carter, I mean, just being a menace on that defensive uh, line in Philadelphia. Joey Porter, Kobe Turner, and and you know Witherspoon. He's with or without it, he's going to be good. (laughs) With or without that spoon, man, you ain't lying. (laughs) Let's get to some of the stats, man. We got Will Anderson. 16 assists, seven sacks on the year. Now, Jalen Carter, 13 assists, six sacks. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., 33 solo tackles, 11 assists, one interception. We got Kobe Turner, 28 assists, nine sacks. And then Devin Witherspoon, 23 assists, three sacks, and one interception, Trey. Yeah, man, and, you know, really thinking about looking over these guys and, and trying to decide who I wanted to pick as the defensive rookie of the year. In my opinion, it was the guy who made their team turn around so strongly, um, who made who made the biggest impact on the defense by being there. Um, and to me, that's Will Anderson with the Houston Texans, man. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I'm with you on that one, man. Will Anderson, man. He, he really came in and he, he, he made that line his quickly. 
quickly. I think quickly became a captain of the team and just, you know, showed, showed him how it was done. You know what I mean? As a rookie coming in, that's incredible. So um, I'm going with you, buddy, on this one. Will Anderson, defensive rookie of the year. Can't wait to go back and see how we did on our picks here, man. For sure. For sure. Let's go to the next category, which is one of my favorite categories of all time when it comes to these sort of things, and that is your comeback player of the year. Let's get to some of the nominees this year. Joe Flacco doing it big. Damar Hamlin, welcome back. We got Baker Mayfield of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Matthew Stafford. We got Tua Tonga Biola. What do you think, buddy? Yeah, man, all these guys made great comebacks. I mean, obviously, Joe Flacco, you know, he came back from the couch um, and led a team to the playoffs. DeMar Hamlin, we know what kind of comeback he made. Um, Baker Mayfield, you know, showing us that, you know, just because a team doesn't want you doesn't mean you're not good. I mean, came back, showed up, took his team to the playoffs and, uh, and, and made it far, man. You know, you got Matthew Stafford, who, you know, two years ago won the Super Bowl. Then last year was a dud. Um, and he came back and, and, and almost made it back there, you know, um, and Tua, another guy who, you know, uh, couldn't couldn't stay off uh, uh, of the injury report with concussions and then showed up and showed out this year and proved that, you know, um, with with a lot of work and, and dedication, you know, you can you can protect yourself and still be a good quarterback. That's right, baby. Tua coming back, played every snap. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, man. Um, let's get to some of the things here, uh, some of the stats here. Joe Flacco, okay? I want to just tell you, he came back week 13, Trey, week 13, 1,616 yards, 13 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Joe Flacco, what do you think? Dude's a monster, man. I mean, it was <laughs> it was like every week it was 300-yard games, every week in and out, dubs, 300 yards. I mean, just having a blast, doing doing it to it. I mean, really showing that, I mean, uh, you know, he, he, he still got it, man, with, without a doubt. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Get to Baker Mayfield, 4,004, I'm sorry, 4,044 yards, 28 touchdowns, 10 interceptions for Baker Mayfield, Trey. Yeah, man, you know, we all we all saw it and we hear you talk about it every week. We know uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield really did his thing this year, and I'm proud of that, man. I'm proud of that man, too. I'm proud of that man, too. That's my quarterback. But anyway, Matthew Stafford threw for 3,965 yards, 24 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions, Trey. Yeah, you know, to me, um, with Matthew Stafford, I, I think it was a good comeback. But to me, I feel like uh, he, he didn't go far away um, quick enough. You know, to me, this isn't really a comeback. He just had a little bit of a down year, and, and he's back to his normal self. So mm -hmm. it's, it's hard for me to call Matthew Stafford a comeback. Um, when he won the Super Bowl two years ago. You're 100% right, buddy. I'm with you on that one. Tua Tunga Viola, 4,624 yards, 29 touchdowns, 14 interceptions on the season. Yeah, um, with Tua, to me, you know, being the comeback player of the year is, is a little much for what he accomplished, but he definitely um, showed everyone that he is a valuable quarterback and, and valuable to the NFL. You're 100% right, buddy, 100% right. So... Are they going to just go ahead and give this thing to DeMar Hamlin? What do you think? Um, to be honest, you know, uh, I, I understand for political reasons and things like that that they would. Um, but in my most humble opinion, this is Joe Flacco <laughs> all day, man. This is Joe Flacco coming off the couch and leading the team to the playoffs that he knew nothing about. 
I mean, this dude is laid up watching the games. A week later, he's on the field putting up 300-plus yards. I mean, that if that ain't a comeback, I don't know what is. I, I mean, I'm with you. I, I think I forgot DeMar Hamlin's stats here, by the way. Two solo tackles. Yeah, and I think they were on special teams, and I'm pretty sure they just put him out there, you know, for the – um, for the fans and the and the media of it, mm-hmm. and I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm so happy that the dude survived and Definitely. everything like that. Um, but to me, he just hasn't put enough on the field for it to be considered comeback player of the year. Absolutely, absolutely. They tried to use him in that trick play there uh, to get the first down on, on fourth. That didn't really work out for him. Um, that would have been that would have been uh, helped yeah, him that with this case. Definitely, definitely hyped this up for sure. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it's just uh, the comeback Joe Flacco made from you know being retired and and not even playing football and and you know who's who's knowing what his you know regimen was and his exercise routine. I mean, he could have been eating you know two pizzas a day, having a good <laughs> old time, and then he shows back up and he's like, oh yeah. I'm still good at this. <laughs> I mean, in five games, he did throw eight interceptions, which is a lot. But he was slinging the rock, man, and and, and led this team to uh, the playoffs. And that's what I love to see, baby, a quarterback <laughs> slinging the rock. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Comeback player of the year. We're, we're going Joe Flacco here, man. And, and I love me some Baker. And I, and I think Baker is, is definitely a great candidate for this category. But I'm rolling with Joey Flacco, man, with you, my friend. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, Bayou Bengal Fantasy Network says Flacco was an amazing story this season. No doubt. And also he said, hit that like button, y'all. Y'all heard Bayou Bengal, man. Appreciate that. You and, know uh, what to do. Yeah, you do. Jessica Welch says, what's up, my guys? What's happening, girl? What's up? Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. We got one more category here, man, and it is your NFL Coach of the Year. And the nominees this year are Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions, John Harbaugh of the Baltimore Ravens, D'Amico Ryans of the Houston Texans, Kyle Shanahan of the San Francisco 49ers, and then we got Kevin Stefanski of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, man, you know, all of these coaches, great coaches. I mean, just starting off at the top there with Dan Campbell, what, what, a, what a story. Um, Dan Campbell has done this year and, and what he's done for the Detroit Lions franchise. I mean, it's amazing um, where he's turned this team around to. You got John Harbaugh. I mean, uh, you know, the dude is uh, offensive mind is crazy. I mean, the, I was watching him on the sidelines, just the way he was uh, running these things and, and maneuvering things uh, against that last game in the playoffs. And I, I really, uh, really like started to look more into Harbaugh and was mm-hmm. like, man, this dude really, really knows what he's doing over there. Um, you got D'Amico Ryans, you know, with the Houston Texans and how they turn things around. Kyle Shanahan, I mean, you know, we know all about Kyle Shanahan and, and what they're doing these days. I mean, you know, going to the Super Bowl and everything like that, that's got to mean something. Uh, Kevin Stefanski with the Cleveland Browns, you know, I mean, making it with whoever he needed to at quarterback. I mean, uh, they had several different guys in that position. Um, and then that's that's it for those guys. Yeah, yeah. Dan Campbell took the team, the Detroit Lions, twelve and five this season. John Har- Harbo thirteen and four for those Baltimore Ravens. D'Amico Ryan's ten and seven for a Houston Texans team that was just nothing last season. Kyle Shanahan goes twelve and five with those San Fran's in the Super Bowl. Then we got Kevin Stefanski going eleven and six with like eleven and six quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Man, and, and, you know, looking at all these guys, I mean, all these guys are great, like I said, and, and I think they all deserve Coach of the Year. 
But if I had to just narrow down and pinpoint one, man, it, you know, thinking about who should be the coach of the year, to me, it's it's a coach that's going to lead his team, that's going to um, <laughs> provide the strength and uh, leadership that this team needs, you know, really, and, and stand his ground, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people hated on this man in the playoffs whenever he went for it on fourth down, but that's what he does, that's who he is, and uh, and standing on that ground and, and riding with it, I've got to go Dan Campbell, coach of the year, man. I just want to stand up and clap right now, my friend. Uh, Dan Campbell, yeah, absolutely, man. Great for coach of the year. Um, I'm with you. Dan Campbell taking it. D'Amico Ryan's coming in a very, very close second, man, for taking a Houston Texans team and doing amazing things with it. But I think you're right, buddy. I think Dan Campbell is the answer here. He turned an organization around, uh, said that, that they needed to establish um, how to be great. He's done that. And I think this team's going to be even scarier next season, Trey. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And another thing, you know, looking at these lists of coaches of, uh, of nominees for the coach of the year, uh, you know, thinking about it, I'm like, if, if I were tomorrow to join the NFL, if I wanted to pick one of these guys to get me ready to play in the league, it's nobody else besides Dan Campbell. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's a great way to look at it. Honestly, like I feel like that guy would motivate you like crazy. So, hundred percent, man. I, I mean, I, I would do anything you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would too, buddy. I would too. Uh, yeah, great stuff, man. NFL honors coming up on Thursday night, man. A lot of great stuff going on. Keegan Michael Key hosting the show, man. Gonna be fun, gonna be fun, guys. If you look down in the description, you can now join us and be a part of our team, be a flexaholic, and join the flex flexaholics over here. Um, big stuff coming for fourth and flex. Um, should we go ahead and tell them about the uh? No, 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 no. Stay tuned. Stay oh, tuned. Okay. All right. I, I ain't about to spill the beans. I tried. Trey wouldn't let me. Trey wouldn't let me. Stay tuned. You heard him. Um, but yeah, guys, don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe to your boys over here at Fourth and Flex. Thank you guys so much for watching. We shall see thee on the next one. Peace. Check out fourthandflex.com where you can find our YouTube channel, become a subscriber, and you could win free prizes such as signed jerseys and anything in between. That's fourthandflex.com. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to your boys. Enjoy the show. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.